You're listening to a Centro Church podcast. Um, but everything's kicked off. Everything started. And next Sunday, uh, you may be may or may not be aware, but next Sunday is Vision Sunday. And uh, Vision Sunday is one of the most, if not the most important Sunday that you can be in church. Uh, so make sure that you make it a priority to be here next week. Pastor John and Francine will be here to share the vision. But I, I want to preach a pre-vision Sunday message. I want to preach a message that, that I think if it's not preached, then vision Sunday may not ha- be as effective as it can. See, I want to preach a message of activation. If, if we are not activated, then we can have all the vision in the world. We can have all the plans in the world. But if we're not activated, it means nothing. I can have a computer that's full of every game, every piece of software, everything that I need, but if it's not turned on, it's useless. And, uh, you know, I believe that we need to be a church of people who are activated, ready, so that when vision is put in activated people, it then reaps a harvest. And so this morning, I want to shake some people up. This morning, I believe God wants to shake some people up. I believe that God wants to wake some people up nudge somebody if they're asleep, Um, but I believe that God wants to wake some people up this morning. I believe that we want to see an activated church, not just a church that has great slogans or or, or great marketing or great media posting or whatever it is. We need to be a church of activated individuals, because if we're not a church of activated individuals, then all the vision in the world, all the slogans in the world, all the lights in the world, all the media in the world isn't going to make an iota of difference to this city, to this nation, to the world. And so we need to make sure that we are activated. And, uh, you know, if you're here this morning and this is your first time in church, it's going to be a bit different. I'm going to say that this, I'm going to say that kind of as a disclaimer, this is not how church will always be. We're going to get a bit Pentecostal in here this morning. And um, so, uh, so no spectators, yeah? No spectators. I believe God wants to shake us up to be activated as individuals of his kingdom. How many believe it? I want to speak, there's, there's, a, there's an Old Testament prophecy, and uh, I, I can feel the Spirit of God wanting to do something this morning. I'm excited. There's an Old Testament prophecy to the nation of Israel, and it's, it's uh, found in the book of Ezekiel, and uh, if you've been around church for a while, you'll know it, but I'm going to read it just in case you haven't. But this is a picture of how God, I believe, wants to activate us. This is a picture of how God wants to revitalize us and bring an activated spirit so that when he moves, we move with him. If we're not turned on, ready to go, then when God moves, we're going to miss it and we're going to be looking at the church down the road, the people across the street that have it, but we need to be activated. And it says this, this is Ezekiel 37, We'll read from verse 1 to 14, and, so, uh, and, and then we're going to have a bit of a song. When we, when we have the song, I just want you to sit there, and I just want you the, the lyrics and the words to wash over you. You know, we, we, we can kind of get distracted sometimes, but I just want, I want the song just to wash over us first. You'll get a chance to sing it, I promise. It says this in Ezekiel 37, The hand of the Lord was on me, and he brought me, to, brought me by the Spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. He led me back and forth among them, and I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley, bones that were very dry. He asked me, Son of man, can these bones live? I said, Sovereign Lord, you alone know. Then he said to me, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, Dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. 
This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you. I will, you will come to life. I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And I, as I was prophesying, prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound, and the bones came together, bone to bone. And I looked, and tendons and flesh appeared on them, and skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to it, this is what the sovereign Lord says, come breath from the four winds and breathe into these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded and breath entered them. They came to life and stood on their feet, a vast army. Then he said to me, son of man, these bones are the people of Israel. They say, our bones are dried up and our hope is gone. We are cut off. Therefore, prophesy and say to them, this is, and we need to get excited about this. This is what the Lord says, my people, I am going to open your graves and bring you up from them. I will bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you, my people, will know that I am Lord. And when I open your graves and bring you up from them, I will put my spirit in you and you will live. I will settle in I will settle you in your own land, and then you will know that I the Lord have spoken, and I have done it, declares the Lord. Come alive, come alive, come alive, dry bones. Come alive, come alive. Come alive, dry bones, awake, arise, inhale the light, come alive, come alive. Gonna sing to you, dry bones, till you're covered in light, and the valleys bloom, and the bones burn in the Prophesy again, come alive, come alive, come alive, dry bones, come alive, come alive, come alive, dry bones, awake, arise, inhale the light, come alive, come alive. 
up and rise, rise. Let's get up for the girls. So I want to, I just want to like look at two things, literally two things, and then we're going to turn this place into a prayer meeting. And, um, and it's not going to be a prayer meeting where you get other people to pray for yourself, for, for, for you. It's going to be a prayer meeting where you pray for yourself because an activated individual continually activates themselves. And if you need somebody else to activate you, then you're not going to be fully effective, ready for the gospel to move. And so we're going to turn this place into an old school Pentecostal prayer meeting. And uh, I'm sorry if you're listening on the podcast, because you don't get to participate. But you can learn from these two things. Participate at home. Participate in the comfort of your own living room. But here's what I believe that God is saying to us. I believe that this is a prophetic word to this church, but not just this church as a collective. I believe it's a prophetic word to the individual's that, have been, that, that sit in this church and that sit at Collingwood Park. Because, you know, we are not just a church that waits for things to happen. There's a, song in, there's a line in that song that says, are you waiting on heaven or is it waiting on you? And, uh, you know, and, and then that goes on to say that the Holy Ghost is already in the room. The Holy Ghost has already been poured out. The Holy Spirit has already been given to us. We're not waiting on heaven anymore because heaven is in the room. And, uh, and so we need to be activated. We need to be ready because I, I don't know about you, but I can hear a rattling in the prophetic. And I believe that it's dry bones coming together. It's bone coming to bone. It's skull coming on top and it's tendons and skin forming around us. But without the breath of God, it's not going to move at all. And so the first thing that I, I, I see in this passage of scripture, which Ezekiel, uh, you know, he, he is taken in a vision to this valley of dry bones. It's a prophetic image for Israel to go back to the land that God had given them, but I believe it's also prophetic for us to inherit everything that God has for us, for us to walk in everything that God has for us. But the first thing that Ezekiel does is that he preaches, not to anybody else, but he preaches to the dry bones. And if we want to be effective, if we want to be efficient, if we want to be activated, ready to see God move in our life, then we need to be preaching to ourselves. We need to preach to the dry bones that exist within us. Because I don't know about you, but if you've been around church for a while, dry bones tend to stack up. Dry bones of hurts, dry bones of frustrations, dry bones of how we used to do it. They, they tend to stack up and dry bones, I'll tell you this, are very brittle. They're very brittle. And that's why we like to hide them away sometimes behind this veneer of we've got it all together. You know, I'm just going to sit here all austere, just going to be, you know, I'm just worshiping in the Lord. I'm not going to get excited because there's dry bones in our life. And, uh, and so I believe that if we want to see dry bones come together, if we want to see flesh added to these bones, then we need to be really specific about preaching to ourselves, prophesying to ourselves, prophesying to the dry bones saying, hey, dry bones, you might be there, but guess what? There's going to be muscle tissue come on you. There's going to be skin put on you. And then when God breathes, you're going to be activated. And, uh, and so I believe that there's dry bones. See, it's time to start speaking to the dryness. It's time to start speaking to the dry bones that exist in our spirit. Too long have we just avoided it because it's awkward. We need to be real. 
Being a Christian is not all it's it is not all it's kind of hyped up to be a lot of the time. There will be times of dryness. There will be moments of dryness. There will be moments where it feels like, oh my goodness, this is actually really tough. But we need to stop just going, well, I, I can't say that. We need to start speaking to it and say, hey, dry bone, you better listen to me. You better listen to me. You're, there's going to be skin added to you. You're not going to hold me back anymore. You're not going to be brittle. There's going to be flesh added to you. There's going to be skin and the breath of God is going to come. See, something happens when we stop just thinking about it and start speaking to it. See, in, uh, in Isaiah 54, it says, sing, O barren woman. Sing to it. It doesn't say, you know, just think about it. It says, sing to it. Ezekiel 37, prophesy, speak to the dry bones. Mark 11, say to the mountain, be cast into the ocean. When we activate our voice for the power of God, power is released, and we need to be activated, ready for God to do a new thing. Can you hear it? Can you hear the rattling? There's rattling, there's dry bones that you didn't even know you had, that you've forgotten that you had, but you're going to speak to them this morning. You're going to prophesy them to them this morning and say, dry bones, you're not going to be dry anymore. The breath of God is going to be in you and you're going to be used for a mighty purpose. I can hear it in the prophetic. There's something released when we use the power of speech. I want to put that there's two types of dry bones. There's dry bones that are restrictive and there's dry bones that are retrospective. So the dry bones that are restrictive are those things that you're, they're blockages in your way. They're those mountains that you see that you're like, I, I, I can't see on the other side of that. Well, well, that's the first type of dry bone. I'll put that into the restrictive category. It's like you're, you're walking and there's almost like a barrier in front of you and you're like, well, I, I can't see what's on the other side. That's a restrictive dry bone, but we'll prophesy to that later. And then on the other hand, because that dry bone needs to come alive. That dry bone needs to adhere to the Word of God and come alive. But then, and, and so the dry, and, and I want you to imagine this. Ezekiel's in this valley. He's standing there, and there's dry bones scattered everywhere. Now, once, those dry bones were people. Once, those dry bones were humans. They had dreams, they had ambitions, they had hopes, they had desires, but for now, whatever reason, and, and if you listen to scholars, it, it would indicate the fact that they were lying around that these were people of ill repute because people that weren't properly buried were your criminals, those that were the outcasts of society. So these people were once outcasts. They were once rebels. They were once people that had no value, and so they were cast out into this valley so that their skin could, and, and flesh could literally rot off, which is what leaves them with the dry bones. But these, these bones were once people. They were once people with dreams and visions just like us, but when they were brought back to life, they were repurposed. When they were brought back to life, they were given a heavenly purpose, and, and, and I don't know what has occasioned your dry bones to be there. I don't know what has occasioned that restriction to be there. But when you speak the life of God into it, it's being repurposed for the purposes of God. And so it might have come from something that you're ashamed of, something that you're afraid of. But when God breathes into it, it's repurposed for a life and for an activated life. The second type of bone, I would say, is a retrospective dry bone. And, and when you've been around church for a long time, these can stack up. These can pile up. And uh, there's, there's a, 
There's a story about this monk who was in, lived in the 16th century. His name was Savonarola. He's a very famous figure of the 16th century, kind of advised a lot of the royal families of the time. And, uh, you know, I, just, I want you to kind of cast off the, the, you know, the fact that we're talking about Mary here, but this, was, you know, this is a Catholic story. So there was this, uh, there was Savonarola walked into this, temp, into this church, into this cathedral, it was about 1560, 1561, and so he walks in, and uh, he was kind of doing this apprenticeship under this priest, and uh, he, he noticed that there was this woman who was probably about 60 or 70 walking in, and, and she would just spend hours at this shrine to Mary. She would just spend hours there, and, uh, and, and so day after day after day after day, she would just sit there praying to Mary, and, and Savonarola said to the priest, can you... How, how devoted is this woman? How amazing that she spends hours coming and praying to Mary. Now, you know, we, we believe that there's no power in praying to Mary, but, you know, but Savonarola said, how, how amazing, how devoted is she? And the priest said, it's not what it looks like. She said, that, that, that um, uh, sculpture of Mary, well, they used a beautiful young woman to sculpt the, the image of Mary, and that's the sculpture that's there. And the young woman in that sculpture is the woman that you see. She was coming not to worship Mary or God. She was actually coming to reflect on what used to be, to reflect on her past, to reflect on how, you know, how beautiful she used to be. And, and, and I want to say this morning, God does not care how beautiful you used to be. God does not care how powerful you used to be. God is about moving you forward into all that he's purposed for you. It's time to stop looking at our old selves and going, the good old days were then, the heady days were back then. No, it's time to move in. We've, we're being repurposed. We're being repurposed for the purpose of God in 2020 because we're alive this morning, here to be activated by God, for God. You know, and, and being repurposed is difficult. If you, if you speak to tradesmen and, and then they have to kind of move out of their trade world into a different existence, it's difficult because being repurposed is difficult. But if we want to be effective and efficient and activated, then we need to allow God to repurpose us so that we're effective in this time and age. Those dry bones became a mighty army and your dry bones will too if we're prepared to be reactivated, if we're prepared to be set on fire for God. Sorry, I'm going to sing to your dry mouth. Um, there we go. You'll get it in a minute. Um, but something changed. In the, so in, in the, the passage of Scripture, flesh, tendons, sinew comes on the bones, and they become corpses because they're lifeless, but then something changes in them to purpose them, to activate them for the purpose of God. And something changes from them to become lifeless corpses to a fully activated army. And I don't know if you, if you notice in the Scripture, but God never breathes into them. God never breathes into these lifeless corpses. He tells Ezekiel, to prophesy to the four winds to bring breath into them. And sometimes, 
Sometimes we need to stop waiting on heaven to breathe into us and realize that the solution to our problem is already in the room. We just need to pray it into existence. We just need to prophesy it into existence. The first thing that Ezekiel did was that he preached to the dry bones. He preached, he prophesied, he said, dry bones, you're not going to be dry anymore. Dry bones, you've got a new purpose. Dry bones, and, and, and he began to, to he spoke them into existence, but he prayed the breath of God into them. And so we can speak to our dry bones, we can declare the good things that God, we can speak to the mountain, but if we're not prepared to pray the breath of God into it, then it's only going to be a lifeless corpse. It'll only be a lifeless corpse. God never ever, God never says, God never sends breath from heaven. God send, God says that the breath is already there. The four winds are already there. And the Holy Ghost is already in the room. So we're not going to wait until God breathes into us because he's already sent his Holy Spirit to activate us. See, it was in a rushing wind that the Holy Spirit was poured out in Acts 2. And, and, and I believe that God wants to use the, the wind that comes out of our mouth to bring the purpose of God, to breathe it into existence. Are you with me this morning? Can you hear the rattling of dry bones? I believe that there's going to be bones that are being repurposed right now. We're going to speak to them. We're going to stand up. You can sit down if you want, but we're going to stand up and we're going to prophesy to our bones, to my bones, because I'm unlike anybody else. I've got dry bones that I need to deal with. I've got retrospective dry bones. I've got restrictive dry bones. I'm going to be speaking to them. I'm going to be praying the breath of God into them. And this is what we're going to do. But and if I can get the guys up um, to sing the song. But here's one thing I've noticed, in, I've experienced, this is my experience, is that it's easy to pray for other people. Sometimes it's harder to pray for yourself. Because sometimes it's hard to be introspective. Sometimes it's hard to go, oh, geez, I know that that's there. I know that that's there. But I don't really want to acknowledge it because to acknowledge it would mean that I've got faults. I've got things that I'm embarrassed about. I've got things that I'm ashamed about. And we're going to make a lot of noise so you can be honest with God because nobody's going to hear it. The person to your left and your right, they're not going to hear it. and They're not going to listen to your bones. They've got their own bones to worry about. So uh, can I say this? Try, try to not, ref- not, not pray about other things. And parents, I know it's really easy to pray for your kids. But how about you pray for yourself? Because an activated parent is way more powerful than you kind of activating your kids and you remain stagnant. Activate yourself. If you can activate yourself, that sets a fire, that sets a a momentum in progress. And, And the time is, we need to stop transferring fire and start receiving it. We need to stop pushing it away and start receiving it ourselves. The Holy Spirit is not measured. You can't say, well, you can have 100 mils of Holy Spirit. You can have 50 mils of Holy Spirit. Oh, gee, I've only got 15 mils left. Where is it going to go? The Holy Spirit is unlimited. He is limitless. And so we need to stop going, well, I'm just going to pray for my kids instead of me. I'm just going to pray for my neighbor instead of me. No, no. Today's your day to be selfish. Today's your day to be introspective. Today's your day for your dry bones to be activated. Because who knows? The dry bones that are activated in your life may set your kids on fire. 
the dry bones, the army that's raised up might set your neighbour on fire. The dry bones that you've raised up might set your workplace on fire. But if you're not prepared to work on your dry bones, why should anybody else work on theirs? Why should you pray for somebody else's dry bones when you're not prepared to work on your own and prophesy to your own? And it's not just today. You know, if you go here and prophesy to them and then pray over them and, and believe, and, and that's great, you know, we're all fantastic, then you walk out and it, nothing changes. But no, it's tomorrow. You prophesy to your dry bones, dry bones. I'm not going to let you, I'm not going to let you hold me back. I'm not going to live in the past. I'm not going to live with that regret. I'm not going to live with that restriction. No, dry bones, you better listen to me. This is the word of the Lord. I'm going to speak it up. And then on Tuesday, you wake up and it's awkward because it's like, well, I did it Sunday and Monday, but you've got to wake up and you've got to be dry bones. You listen to the word of God. You're not going to be there, brittle, lifeless, I'm going to speak the word of God into you. It's time to raise up. It's time to have a divine purpose. And day in, day out, week in, week out, month in, month out, year in, year out. Imagine a church that has no dry bones. Imagine individuals that have no no dry bones. How powerful could that be? How impactful could that be? Where where you walk into a situation and there's no hang-ups because you've already spoken to them. And said, you got no power. You know, I'm going to turn you from powerless into powerful. I'm going to declare power from that which is brittle and broken and afraid and ashamed. We're talking about activation. We're, going to, we're, going to, we're talking about activating us as individuals. Because activated individuals equals an activated church. An activated church with vision is limitless, is powerful to the max. I want to set up a couple of parameters. We're going to stand up and, you know, if you're not comfortable standing, you can sit. That's cool. We're not going to force anybody or push anybody into anything. But the girls are going to sing again. The words will be on the screen. This is your chance to sing it if you want to sing it. There's going to be a bit of an extended version. But here's the thing. I don't want you praying for other people. It's time to work on your dry bones. God wants to speak to your dry bones. It's time to activate your dry bones. Because otherwise, we're just pushing it away. We're pushing it, and we get good at pushing it away. We get good at masking it up. We get good at, at wrapping it up in all kinds of great talk. But it's not your time to prophesy over other people. It's your time to prophesy to your dry bones. And then... You can be as loud as you want, or you can be as quiet as you want. But, or you can just sit there, and that's fine. But here's the thing. You can sit there, and you can get nothing out of this. Or you can say, hey, I'm going to speak to my dry bones, those things that have been restricting me. You know, and just before we get into this prayer meeting, I want to, you know, maybe you're here this morning, and this whole God thing is a foreign concept. Well, you know, the, the, the speaking to dry bones sounds weird. The, 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 speak, the praying into existence, something that's dead seems weird. Well, maybe this is your morning that you get activated by Jesus. You know, you get activated as a follower of Jesus. If you're here this morning and you haven't actually said, hey, I want to follow Jesus, this dry bones thing, I don't know about that yet, but I, wanna, I, I believe that I'm called to follow Jesus. Just with every head bowed and every eye closed, I want to give you this opportunity this morning. If you're here this morning and you haven't said, hey, I want to be, an act- I want to be a-, a follower of Jesus. I want to be activated by him. 
then just lift up your right hand and just give us a wave just so I can see it. I'll pray for you this morning. And then we're going to pray for ourselves. But I want to give you that opportunity. Maybe you've walked away from God. Maybe you've walked away from His plan. Yeah, you can put your hand down. Thank you, sir. Maybe you've walked away. Well, now's your opportunity just with a simple acknowledgement to say, I want to align my life with Jesus Christ. If that's you, yeah, thank you. You can pop your hand down. Yeah, awesome. Anybody else? I don't want to leave this moment because this is a powerful moment too. Yeah. Lord, you see those hands, but Lord, more than that, you see the hearts. And Lord, you're interested in our hearts. And Lord, I just pray that as these people have indicated that they want to realign their life with your purpose, realign their life with your call, I pray that you would just begin to bring their hearts into line with yours. Lord, that you give them your heart. Lord, that you give them your spirit to live in them and to, to impact and influence every decision of their life. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. 